الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافة سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم When an individual decides that they want to commit to something their goal is to achieve excellence in that thing When an individual decides to commit to something anything their goal is to achieve excellence in that commitment and this example applies uh, on many levels you can take the example of for instance someone who decides to dedicate or someone who decides to commit themselves to the study of medicine that individual's goal is to achieve excellence in the study of their medicine meaning to become the best at in in their field of medicine and their night and day becomes the study of medicine and it begins when they're studying for instance they're taking their their they're preparing for their mcat for instance the entry level exam in which they'll spend you know hours and hours and hours a day for weeks and weeks and weeks on end completely committing themselves to this and recognizing commi- completely committing themselves to this and recognizing that they have to achieve excellence in this in order for them to become successful because uh, with this commitment and then the time will come for instance when they're in their medical school and they'll have exam after exam after exam after exam and a person who commits themselves to this recognizes that in order for them to be excellent they have to be 100% committed they have to be 100% committed and more importantly they recognize they have to recognize and realize that their goal is excellence and nothing other than excellence their goal is excellence and nothing other than excellence the time comes for instance for them to uh, for, for their residency so they join a residency program. Now they have the opportunity to learn the field of medicine to the best of their abilities. And so that person has now committed himself or herself to the study of medicine that they work and they have their goal should then be to achieve excellence in the study of their medicine. To achieve excellence in the study of their medicine. Similarly, when a person commits themselves to this deen, and they commit themselves by making the statement la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah they've made this statement now that there is no deity there is no one there is no being worthy of worship except allah subhanahu wa ta'ala muhammad rasulullah and that muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when they make that statement and when they internalize it and they firmly believe in the statement now they've made a commitment They've made a commitment to the deen. They've made a commitment that they want to establish their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and truly begin to understand the magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now when they've made that commitment by making the statement, by internalizing the statement and taking it upon themselves to call themselves Muslims or mu'mins or believers for that matter, their goal shouldn't be, their, their goal should be to strive for excellence in this commitment. This commitment is a very strong commitment and it's a binding commitment. And the goal of this commitment is to become the best with this commitment. To achieve excellence in this commitment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, 
uh, when he's addressing us, he says to the believers, Ya amanu, O you who believe, Udukhulu fi Enter into this deen, silm, into this, you know, uh, uh, responsibility, kafa, completely, entirely, wholeheartedly, 100% enter into this deen. Not 50%, not 10%, not one foot in and one foot out. Not looking at this deen from a distance saying, you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll uh, firmly commit to this. Not, you know, uh, you know just, just uh, being Muslim for part of the time or being Muslim for, for, and, and not being Muslim for part of the time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, That enter into this deen completely, wholeheartedly, 100%. Which leaves for us no room for anything but excellence in our deen. It leaves no room for anything except for the achievement and the striving for excellence in our deen. So this is our goal. Our goal is to become excellent in what we do in everything. And in particular with our deen, now that we've made this commitment, whether that commitment was when we were born, when we became baligh, the commitment could have been that we entered into the deen at some point in our life. But we've made this commitment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's now up to us to strive to become the best with this commitment and achieve success with this commitment. Why? Why? Or what is the sign of someone that has firmly committed to this and has decided that they're going to make their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now their goal and that they're going to excel in their commitment to the deen. A sign of that person or a sign that enters into the life of that person is that the deen no longer becomes a burden. It then becomes a pleasure. The deen no longer becomes a burden. It then becomes a pleasure. For most people, the deen is a burden. When the time for prayer comes, the reason we pray is because we have to pray, not because we're longing and desiring to pray. When we have to recite Qur'an, we're reciting Qur'an because we were, we were reminded by the khatib to recite Qur'an. Or we were, you know, but not because we ourselves long to take the Qur'an off the shelves and engage with the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When it comes time to fast, we fast because we have to fast. Not because we're desirous of the reward and the pleasure that the, that the believer receives from. Uh, from fasting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and withholding himself or herself from Allah, from the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked of them. When, the, when it comes time to, for instance, do dhikr, the, 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 the believer who has now firmly committed to this deen, dhikr becomes a pleasure. Now when they recite, you know, when they recite something to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or they choose to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their heart, those moments of dhikr then become a pleasure and not a burden. Not a responsibility that someone else placed on their shoulders, rather it's a responsibility that they chose to place on themselves. Because they, 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 they can taste this deen, and the deen is just a pleasure. So that is a sign of someone who is now progressing toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That they've recognized that this is a commitment that they've made, and when they choose to excel in this commitment, then the, re then the reaction to this, or the effect of this, is that the, the responsibilities within the deen become a pleasure. Each time they bow their head down to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and put their head and place it on the floor in sajda, all they can do, uh, all they can feel is pleasure. That they're submitting to their Lord, what better state or what better position could they be in? When they take the Qur'an off the shelf or when they recite it from memory, all they're thinking is how, how amazing this Qur'an is, I never want to put it away. When the opportunity comes to serve people in the community, 
They aren't doing it because they're expecting some sort of reward from someone else, but they're doing it purely because now this is a pleasure for them. Serving people is a pleasure. This is now a sign for their excellence in their deen as well. So this is a sign of a person, of an individual, that decides to make the deen their goal and decides to excel in their deen. So then the question becomes, for many people, is how do we become from that group of people? How do we move from a group of people that uh, a, a group, from a group of people who have just made a commitment to this deen but have not made a commitment to excel in this deen what are the steps a person should take to really establish and develop their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala such that the deen becomes something that they want to do and not something that they have to do there's two components there's many components but two that we'll highlight here tonight inshallah the first component the first essential component of a person who decides to become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that they establish a consistent routine of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A consistent routine. You can take the example, and give the example of someone who's, for instance, taking on you know, the study of medicine. The people that excel in the study of medicine, they have a consistent routine for what they're going to do. It isn't haphazard, it isn't random. They have a set thing they're going to study this many hours a day at this particular time. They're going to spend time in the company of this particular you know, physician or this particular professor for this many hours a day, for this many weeks of the year. And they have a set routine established of how they're going to achieve excellence in their field of medicine. For those of us that desire to achieve excellence in our deen, we have to have a consistent routine with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It isn't that we wake up one morning and think, you know what, I think I'm going to recite Qur'an a little bit today. I think I'm going to maybe do a little bit of dhikr today. Tomorrow I'll take the day off and then maybe the day after as well. And then, and then Jummah is going to be on Friday, so I'll be at the masjid anyway. The believer who recognizes that they want to make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala their goal, they have a consistent routine that they have a particular set, uh, you know, set of adhkar that they're going to recite every morning when they wake up or every night when they go to bed. They have a set amount of Qur'an that they're going to recite in the morning, for instance, or in the evening, whatever time they choose. They know that they have to pray five salahs a day, and they long to pray those five salahs. And they know that they have to try to pray some of those salahs in the masjid, and they have a set goal of how many salahs they're going to pray in the masjid, for instance. They have a set goal of how much istighfar, how much they're going to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a daily basis. They have a set idea in mind of how much, you know, uh, how much salawat or durood they're going to recite on their Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa It isn't that they're doing it, you know, when they feel like it or when they remember it or when someone reminds them. They know that I have to recite a certain set of uh, azkar every single day and I won't go to bed until I complete this task. Similar to anybody excelling in any other field. The first step is that they recognize that they have to have a routine. And if they don't have a routine, they won't be able to achieve success. They won't be able to achieve excellence. A routine is required for excellence, in particular, when it comes to this deen. The second thing that they have to remember, the second point that they have to remember, if they want to excel in this deen, and they want to become, the, uh, they, want, they want to develop a very dear and loving relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that they recognize that there is a chain and a tradition that is linked with the Prophet ﷺ that allows us to achieve excellence in our deen. We aren't people that are unmarked. We aren't unmarked fruit. We are people that have a chain that goes back to the Prophet ﷺ. When we recognize that, then we'll be able to succeed. You can take the example of someone, for instance, applying for a job, right? So, so now we're using the example of medicine, for instance, and now you've completed, you know, your training, your, your, your residency or your fellowship, and now you're applying for a position somewhere, a staff position somewhere. 
So the, one of the one of the most important things that they'll ask you at the interview or that they're looking for in the interview is they want to they want to choose the, the most excellent physician or the most excellently trained physician. So what do they do? They look at what your background is. Where did you study? Oh, you studied at this particular institution. Oh, okay. That means that you must have spent time in the company of that person. You know, they don't, uh, if someone were to, you know, read for three or four years, they were just to, to get books off of the shelf of medicine and, and study a little bit here and there and here and there. And they were to put on their resume that I spent four years of, of, of studying the, you know, the field of medicine on my own. And I studied a little bit of the heart and a little bit of the brain and a little bit of the stomach and a little bit of the bones. And, and this is my training. I don't have any attachment. I didn't learn from any particular teacher. And then they present themselves for a job interview. No one will take that person. Because they'll say, there's no way he thinks he's fooling himself. He's thinking or she's thinking that they've achieved excellence in, in the field of medicine, but they haven't achieved anything. But what they look for is they look to see where you had trained. Why did you train in that particular, which medical school did you go to? Oh, you went to that medical school. You must have spent time or you must have learned from this particular professor. And that professor they know learned from this, the professor that taught him and the professor that taught him. And it's a chain that continues back to a particular tradition. They don't want someone who's unmarked, who doesn't have a particular attachment because they know that its excellence will not be achieved in that manner or in that way. That isn't the methodology that, that, that one takes to achieve excellence. They have to be tied to something. They have to be tied to a teacher or a group of teachers or an institution or a university that they learned from. There was a curriculum. That they established themselves. They devoted themselves to that curriculum. They benefited as much as possible from the thought processes of the teachers of that curriculum and the books that they used. And after they've taken all of that in, and then they present themselves in the interview, the interviewer knows right away, oh, this person has that attachment. This is what their background is. This is what their resume is showing. This is what their institution, this is who their teachers were. They know everything about that person. And they can say, rest assured, this person, this person must have excelled in what they did. Because he, he, learned from, he learned from these professors at this institution, who learned from those professors at another institution. And that, that chain continues down. So similarly in our deen, if we desire to achieve excellence, then we have to plug ourselves in somewhere. We have to plug ourselves in somewhere and recognize that our chain goes back to the Prophet So we should seek gatherings and we should seek the company. We should seek teachers and people that have spent time in the company of their teachers. Who have spent time in the company of their teachers. And those teachers spent time in the company of their teachers. And ultimately their teacher was whom? Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Or Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Or Umar bin Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And their teacher was whom? The Prophet we can't achieve excellence in the deen by going to a library and spending hours reading about, about Islam. Nobody will achieve excellence that way. We can't think that one day we're just going to go start, you know, uh, we're, we, can't, we, can't, uh, we can't expect to excel when one morning we wake up and say, you know what, today's the day I'm just going to become the most righteous Muslim and this is, this is what I'm going to do. We have to plug ourselves into a chain that connects back to the Prophet When we plug ourselves in with that chain, and the barakat associated with that chain also begin to descend in our lives. And the methodologies associated will also begin to enter into our lives. And when we plug ourselves in, then we'll begin to excel. We learn from our teachers, we learn from our scholars, we learn from our ulama, we learn from our mashayikh. Oh, what did you learn from your teachers? What did they learn from their teachers? And when they teach you things, we take them, we understand them, we bring them into our lives, and we implement them and we practice them. And when we do that, we become people of excellence in our deen. We become people who have achieved excellence in our deen. So that, these are the few key points to remember. That when a person commits to anything in life, their goal should be to fully commit and achieve excellence in that. And in particular, when a person commits to this deen, 
Their goal should be to enter, enter into the deen 100% and strive for excellence and never be satisfied with their current state. They should always be thinking, how can I become better? My relationship with Allah Ta'ala is weak. How can I better my relationship with Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala? I'm lacking in my following of the sunnah of the Prophet How can I implement more sunnahs of the Prophet into my lives? I continue to commit sins and transgress against Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. How can I leave that life of sin and now begin to live a life of obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and consequently a life uh, of pleasure in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is by achieving excellence. And the signpost of excellence is when the deen no longer is a burden for us. Rather the deen is a pleasure for us and it's something that we want to do, we seek to do, we seek to achieve. And two important points to remember when we, make, when we decide to make excellence our goal and excellence in our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our goal, is that we will only be able to achieve this when we have a consistent routine, and a, a, a consistent routine of ibadat and worship and adhkar toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And secondly, we will be able to achieve this when we spend time in, and learn from the teacher, from, our teachers and our, from our teachers and our elders that have a chain that connects back to the Prophet Because we aren't unmarked fruit. Anyone that's ever achieved excellence in our deen since the beginning of time, ever since, or since the beginning of this ummah, they've achieved excellence by benefiting from their teachers who learn from their teachers who learn from their teachers all the way back to the Prophet wasallam. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to become people who fully and firmly commit to this deen and firmly commit to establishing a relationship that's lasting and loving with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to become people who establish a regular and consistent routine of, of, of dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and salah and a recitation of the Qur'an and of, of, of istighfar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to remain, uh, to, to connect and to remain connected with a chain that ties back to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam such that we, such that we were, will be able to benefit from the teachings and the and the uh, from the teachings of our elders. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.